It's called Young Woman or Old Woman. You've probably, most of you, seen it. It's the optical illusion where if you look at it one way, you see an elegantly dressed looking young woman looking to the side and a bit away from you, whereas if you look at it another way, you see an older woman in not elegant attire looking to the side and slightly away from you. And what makes it fascinating is that no matter which woman you are seeing, it's the exact same drawing. It just depends on how you're looking at it. A friend of mine posted a similar thing a few weeks ago on Facebook, except in this case it was a particular picture of a particular nativity scene that you've probably seen displayed in more than a few yards, including in my neighbors. And it's lovely, truly so, and it is such a respite from the uh, countless inflatables, uh, among which I don't think I've seen one single ever that has anything to do with the true Christmas that I truly cherish, unlike that nativity scene in my neighbor's yard, which whispers to me gently and tenderly of peace on earth and joy to the world. Until you look at it differently, in which case the tone changes entirely and loudly which is where the person posting the post I'm talking about titled this one, not young woman or old woman, but rather peaceful manger scene or two T-Rex fighting over a table saw. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you that both of those different scenes are right there before your eyes to be seen, depending on how you look at it. I shared the post and one friend said, that is hilarious. Then he said, but I can't unsee it. <laughs> I took the Christmas story and Christmas carols and communion to as many of our shut-ins as I could this week, one of whom told me she's been having kind of a discouraging time of late, first of all because she misses her church, and that's just as true as ever uh, around this time of year, but she says it's discouraging more so because she's having trouble seeing Jesus. Because of the trouble she's having unseeing, all of the ways in which she sees Christmas having turned into something we believe we need to purchase. Stacks and stacks and stacks of stuff we think we need to buy, rather than being something we are graced by, free of charge. She's been having trouble seeing Jesus, in other words, because to her, he seems buried beneath piles and piles of gift-wrapped Amazon boxes. I read Luke's story to her, and we sang carols, and I gave her communion. I was on the way home before I realized that what I wished I had thought to tell her is that one thing there to be seen in the gospel story is a God whose love for her will not stay buried behind gift-wrapped Amazon boxes any more than it would stay buried in a tomb. For the Christmas present not in a shiny box, but in an animal feeding trough, is a God whose love nothing in life or death can separate her from, for he is called Emmanuel, God with us always, no matter what you're seeing. What do you see? How do you look at the first nativity scene, the one Luke gives us to see?
There are skeptics, to be sure, who look at it as though it were a fairy tale. And I want to tell you, I got all kinds of skeptical bones in my body uh, when it comes to all kinds of things, including these days, I don't know, but a whole lot of the things people do post or share on one platform or another claiming they are true. But when it comes to the Christmas story, the whole fairy tale thing doesn't work for me. For starters, because the Prince Charming of this story is going to end up crucified, which is hardly a fairy tale ending. Not to mention the fact also that in the 2,000 years since, his story would go on to bring more hope and peace and joy to human hearts than any other's stories in the history of ever. And that's not a fairy tale. What do you see? How do you look at the first nativity scene, the first nativity ever to be seen? The one Luke and his gospel gives us to look at and see. Do you see the barn? A barn which in all likelihood was a cave in a Bethlehem hillside. And in seeing it, do you see that God's grace will do what grace does and God's grace will be what grace is even when the world does say it has no room for it? Do you see the animals lowing, bleating, neighing, snuffling, crowing, clucking, pooping? And in seeing them, do you see that God's love will do what love will do and be what love will be even if loving is crowded and messy sometimes? Do you see the shepherds? And in seeing them, do you see that one of the most powerful things about the love of God is that it is not enamored with cozying up to the world's powerful. Do you see Joseph, the, well, the adoptive father of this child who believes that though, of course, the birth of any child is a miracle every single time, there's nevertheless no child's birth whose, was the kind, whose birth was the kind of miracle this child's birth was. And he believed that based only on the words of his betrothed when she started showing and the words of an angel when he started dreaming. And in seeing him, do you wonder, maybe even start to see Miracles that might be possible today if we started believing not the demons, but the angels who whisper to us in our deepest dreams. Do you see Mary, the give-or-take 15-year-old mother of this child, who nine months earlier when the angel Gabriel had told her that something which, humanly speaking, can't be, was going to come to be by the power of God's Holy Spirit. She then replied, then let it be in me. And in seeing her, can you see that the very first present ever given to the child is the gift the Holy Spirit woos 
us each to give him still. Again, this Christmas, that being the gift of faith in him and in the one who sent him. And can you see? Can you see, oh friends, look with me and see that child. That child come from heaven to earth to reunite heaven and earth in the realm of a king who would not be a Caesar but a shepherd, not a tyrant but a servant, not a taker but a giver, not an avenger but a forgiver, and not weak with the ego and fear-driven weaknesses that the world mistakes for strength, but instead, oh, so very strong with the strongest power there is, that being the power of love. And do you see? It's right there to be seen. Come see that that love is God's love for you. Then, alive and well in God's world through you. Amen.